You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, AJ Shepard, coming at us from uh, Oregon. And AJ is a licensed property manager and licensed contractor. He's got a vast experience in commercial real estate, which is, you know, for over 10 years ago in contracting. And uh, he has, you know, really helped build, he really has built his property management arm of his company. He has a syndication arm as well. Uh, but what we're going to talk about today is streamlining property management, and that's you know a subject on a lot of operators and investors' minds as well. Is you know when you acquire the property, you either you have to make a decision. You either manage it yourself or you do third-party management. And AJ is here to talk about uh, you know some of the ways he was able to to do it himself with his company and some of the processes that he put in place to facilitate his growth. So very excited to have him on the show. Yeah, Anthony, thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate it. So uh, happy to happy to get started wherever you want. <laughs> Great. So I want to talk about uh, the property management arm. So uh, how are you? I mean, it's, it's, it's a bitch to manage buildings. It depends upon how many units you have. But you know, it's, it's very uh, t- time consuming, I would say, um, process. And takes up a lot of time, even sometimes more than the investing side uh, syndication. So um, how are you juggling everything? Well, we manage quite a few properties, uh, not only ones that we own or syndicated, but also for third party. So uh, we've been doing this a long time. My brother and I started out buying single family homes in like 2007, 2008, kind of right as the turn of the downturn. And uh, we got to a point where we're like, man, we are doing this for ourselves. We might as well open up a business and uh, do it for other people. So it's like kind of 2011 where we started managing for other people. Um, And, you know, a lot of it is communication. Uh, That is really like what property management is about. It's, you know, communicating and putting that down on paper and making sure that all parties agree kind of like any sort of contract and making sure that, you know, each party kind of follows that contract. Um, you know, from a landlord standpoint, you got to keep the property up, uh, from a tenant standpoint, you got to pay rent. Uh, it's pretty simple process, but, uh, it does take a lot of work and, uh, got to be very diligent about it. Uh, so that means keeping good records. That means we're, you know, keeping, uh, each party up to date, let them know what's going on and that sort of thing. So one of the things that really has uh, helped our company out is really documenting sort of these processes. Um, and, and once we have documented uh, a majority of the process, the workflow, everything that goes along with that, it's when you can start hiring employees to start performing that work for us. So we really kind of like, really started ramping up in 2014, 2015. And it was right around that time where we were introduced to the idea of uh, hiring uh, remotely. Um, So we kind of got into this spot where we had uh, 
an assistant of ours that was in person and she was like i'm giving you guys my two weeks and my brother and i were off at a conference and got introduced to this idea of of having people work for us but away and we really just kind of brainstormed as like what can they do and like we started listing off the things that you can do behind a computer uh, especially with the technology that these days, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, for instance, like right now we're, we're across the country and we're, we're chatting with each other, right? Uh, just man from person to person. So kind of our story goes is, you know, we, we hired two for the price of one, um, maybe even two for two thirds, the price of one and ta- taught them how to do that job and more. And, and their capacity was, uh, was probably more than what the, our in-person could do. Um, so from that point, it was really developing checklists, developing procedures, making sure that, you know, as we grow, that, you know, we've kind of got these positions identified on, on where they can move into. So fast forward to today, I think we have over 12 people working for us in the um, Oh, off, off, off-site, off-site professionals is what we call them, and uh, they do a majority of the work. Uh, most of the work that has done here in the U.S. is what needs to be done physically. Uh, you know, that's our maintenance workers out there. It's the leasing agents putting boxes on, uh, and then kind of like our operations. So, but most of the stuff, like you start thinking about, it, like answering phones, talking to tenants, talking to clients searching for properties, doing rental comparisons. Um, you know, we're able to teach them about our actual local market and educate them, which we have a procedure for. <laughs> and then, you know, they become a very valuable asset to our company. Um, you know, we've, we've brought them into our culture. We have like a meeting every week where everyone's on Zoom or uh, whatever video conferencing that you do. And, you know, I can, I can call them up right now or even just text them and be like, Hey, I need you to do this for me or, or do that. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible the amount of work that, that they can actually get done, uh, in a very professional manner. It's incredible. So let's take a step back. So you started (laughs) out, (laughs) no, it's great. Um, so similar to us, we manage our own properties as well. We started out managing our own. We don't do any third party at this point, but we're still continuing to manage our own and we're trying to do the same thing um, in terms of making sure that the processes are in place and now we're hiring more assistants, et cetera. So the challenge for us is obviously finding good people. You're finding people in different countries. So how are you able to deal with any communication? You mentioned communication, you know, any potential language barriers or just general communication. Um, obviously, you have a process for weekly meetings. We do the same thing with our remote teams, et cetera. But, um, and then also, how are you finding your, your talent and, and hiring and vetting? And do you have a lot of turnover? Just a lot of questions regarding human resources come to mind. So, um, very curious to hear about that. Yeah, for sure. So typically most of ours come from uh, well English spoken countries. 
Um, the Philippines is one of them. They have what's called a BPO industry and forgive me, but I don't, I forget what that acronym is, but I just know that there is a bunch of call centers that support the financial services. Uh, and so they get their training through that sort of like customer service department. And then kind of like, as they make their way up the ranks, they can then start applying their English gets better. They improve their skills and then they're able to kind of leave that industry and come into the work from home scenario. Um, and that's kind of where we pick them up and then sort of like keep them. And they're, they're usually very, very loyal. Uh, turnover, uh, you know, they're, they're super loyal. So most of the time they stick with it, stick with us. Uh, we're a smaller company on the grand scheme of things. Like once you've worked for, you know, like one of those JP Morgan or Chase or Wells Fargo type of industries where you're really just a number, like you come and work and you get to talk. I mean, I talk directly with them and have video conferences with them. They get to see the the value of, of being able to talk to the owner and be a part of a, a growing family culture type company. Um, and they, they really appreciate that. Uh, so turnovers super low. Um, you know, we, we use offsite professionals as a company uh, and they help us find them. Uh, they do a lot of the screening. They make sure that we interview the, the right type of clients or the right type of uh, right type of person for the right type of position, I guess is what I want to say. Sorry about that. So, but, you know, overall, it's, it's real good. Um, we have used a lot of technology. Uh, you know, like I said, the video conferencing has been like the huge game changer. Uh, using voice over IP, uh, that whole system has to get set up. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Nice. Okay, so you're basically running a company, and no one's working for you in your office. You just have <laughs> people all over the place, which is good. That's yeah. that's how yeah, that's how, that's how we try to do it as well. Um, I mean, the, the pandemic has had a lot of people start to work from home and they're realizing that like the, the job, at least in the real estate world, like you're out there looking at physical buildings and you have to be in, in town to, to do that, identify like the scope of work and everything that needs to happen. And you got to have someone get out there and do it. But the rest of the work that's behind a computer, as you scale to, to larger, larger and larger things, each position becomes more repeatable. Uh, I mean, essentially one function of, of the job is there's, there's so much of it, it's being performed by one person. Um, and that's one of the real big benefits of, you know, going to multifamily and getting into these bigger, uh, bigger projects is the, the scalability of it is that, you know, you're not custom customizing, like with a single family home, you've got to do the whole gamut of everything. Whereas if you've got 200 units, then, you know, there's one person that does kind of the maintenance and then one person that does the leasing and you can really focus in on those jobs and make sure that they're done well and done professionally. Excellent. So how did you start? What was your, who was your first hire? And then kind of walk me through, you hire the first person. What did they do? Who was the second person? What did they Forget about the maintenance and leasing on site. I'm talking about yeah. from your corporate level. Sure. So the, the first, we, we hired two, the, the first go around that I kind of mentioned. And one was like a customer service person that, 
answered the phones, dealt with tenant issues, dealt with uh, tenant concerns, kind of how to how to do work orders. Like sometimes when you're bringing on new properties, like the tenants have tons and tons of questions. So uh, this person was on the phone most of the time, just answering questions, dealing with all that. Uh, the other person we we put on accounting. So every time. I mean, I, I don't know about your business, but when we buy a property, we typically take the utilities and then bill them back to the tenants. So we call that implementing rubs. That's the ratio utility billing system. And so this person was taking all the accounts receivable and accounts payable and inputting that into the accounting system and then making sure everything got paid. So those are when you're only doing a, you know, a few hundred units, like those are kind of like two jobs. Uh, you know, ultimately now I've got one person that just does accounts receivable, one person that does accounts payable, and then one person that does like all the, the maintenance stuff just because there's so many properties. So that like that one job really kind of turned into three jobs as the, as our company has grown. Um, and likewise on the customer service team, um, you know, we, we now have someone that does just uh, strictly lease renewals. We have someone that does strictly uh, writing leases. Uh, another one that does uh, some screening activities, making sure that all the tenants have all their stuff in correctly. Another one answering phones. Um, so those, that's kind of like the progression of uh, as we grow. Um, my brother and I are principals of the company. We each have our own assistants and they just work on special projects. You know, if we need to work on the company, we're able to, you know, delegate some special projects to them that they can you know, just do the paperwork on and yeah. So okay. Does that kind of, does that kind of answer your question? I know it's yeah, probably so, a lot of info, no, especially great. for people that don't know property management. So your first hire was how many units and now you're at your 12th hire, how many units? So kind of like. So our first hire was probably at a 170 units or so. And we're, we're now up to 750 units. Okay. All right. So, you know, we hired, we had, you know, like a leasing agent, a maintenance person, and then we hired two offsite professionals at like that kind of like 150 to 200 level. And then, you know, we've just crested 750 uh, not too long ago. So, okay, great. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thanks. So let's take a step back a little bit um, on the accounting side you have basically three people uh, are these all in you mentioned the Philippines are these all in the Philippines everybody yes okay so that basically answered my own question um, I was gonna ask why not almost third party the bookkeeping yeah. hey, we we have a couple CPAs that do uh, the like tax accounting here in the US just because they have to file the taxes for us but all the bookkeeping, uh, we have we have one person in the Philippines that is a CPA in the Philippines, but uh, you know works for significantly less and manages actually all of our uh, other people doing the accounts and bookkeeping. We have, we run several companies too, so we're in and out of multiple different accounting softwares, and she kind of manages all of that. Um, one. A little tidbit for anyone that's like using QuickBooks, the QuickBooks uh, desktop version is significantly cheaper 
And if you put it on an application server, you can run multiple companies off of it. So we're able to have our people in the Philippines log in, and then I can log in on a different um, username, and we can actually both be working on the same uh, company file at the same time, which is pretty slick. That's pretty, that's excellent. So what property management software do you recommend? Uh, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of them out there and there's some new ones coming up. Uh, we currently use Appfolio, uh, and we use Appfolio investment manager that syncs with our property management software for syndication, which is pretty cool. Uh, so I'd have to kind of give a recommendation to them. They're also a publicly traded company and have come strides in, uh, and they're, they're always kind of at the forefront. Uh, we did, I mean, we started out with Excel, like, you know, when you're keeping track of rents and keep track of everything, like. You know, sometimes like the, the, the down and dirty is, is where you need to start. But, you know, after that, we, we went to Buildium um, and then Buildium to Appfolio. Uh, you know, after we, we took that jump to Appfolio, it's kind of hard to fathom going anywhere else. Like once you choose one, you're kind of like in the trenches with it. But uh, there's, I think, RentVine and Rent Manager are a couple new ones that have come out that use like HubSpot, which is like some automation software um one of the we actually do have implemented some automation software that keeps like track of our our processes which is called lead simple it's usually specific to property management but they've been they've been good in improving their services so that's been pretty fun we implemented that in like the last like six months um, but it's been good Excellent. So you sp you see yourself spending more time on your property management business. Obviously, you're involved in other businesses too. But for the real estate, the syndication side, investment spot side, or the management, like what what do you spend most of your time on, and what's giving you the most, I guess, return on your your money uh, from a time standpoint? Um, you know, obvi obviously, you probably have these companies for different reasons, but um, I'm just curious to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. Uh, you know, uh, from my personal standpoint, probably spending time on the syndication side is the best use of time. Now, is that the most gratifying? Mm, I, I don't know. We, we implemented a program with our, we run a real estate brokerage too. And, you know, we started out in single family, duplexes, fourplexes, stuff like that. And we've recently started partnering with our brokers and even with our, one of our maintenance guys on houses. And like we, we bought a fourplex for, I don't know, 620,000 with our maintenance uh, person. And I meet with him like every two weeks, like one-on-one -on -one. and uh, two of the units went vacant like a month ago. And he's literally, he's got them completely turned over and done like in the next week. And just killing it and absolutely excited to be, you know, an owner in the property. Um, it's amazing how much better things happen when uh, you're, you're personally vested in it. And, you know, he's, he's just been looking to us for kind of like the, the coaching aspect. And we've been able to partner with him on that actual property. And it's just, it's gone swimmingly well. Um, you know, we did the comps on it uh, today. And it looks like it's going to praise out at like maybe a million one, a million two uh, with the, the rents on it. So we'll go through and refinance it, pull out the money and probably go try and do it again on something. Um, Excellent. It's the name of so the game. Yeah. That's great. Uh, how can people find you, AJ? Learn more about you, learn more about your company and reach out to you. 
Sure. Uh, Uptown Syndication uh, is our syndication website. So we're uh, always looking for new people to partner with. Uh, we do property management. We usually buy in Oregon, Portland area. Um, and Uptown Properties is the name of our kind of real estate brokerage and property management company. Um, and those are probably, uh, we also do a podcast. It's called Westside Investors Network, uh, Win. Um, and we actually have live events here in Oregon too. So if you're ever in the area, come on, come on down. It's the third Thursday of the month. And uh, we do podcasts. We release them like once a week. Uh, and that's just westsideinvestorsnetwork.com. Excellent. And we'll have a link to the podcast and the website and everything that AJ just said in our social media uh, on the description. And if you also liked what you heard and or saw today, if you could please give us a rating and review on iTunes so AJ and I can get our message out to a larger audience. We really appreciate that. And thanks so much for coming on, AJ. I hope to talk to you again when you have double the unit count and you know 24 employees now instead of 12. And I'm uh, very, very curious to hear about your growth. Thank you. Yep. Thank you.